I'm coming to you guys from a rock on top of a small mountain overlooking sparkling Lake Atitlan here in Guatemala, where I'm meditating for, really meditating for the first time in too many days, which is ironic considering that I came back to this lake to connect back to myself, to meditate, to be mindful, and it's taken me a few days to actually do that. Turns out the mindful life is sometimes easier said than done. It's very easy to find all sorts of distraction things to keep us busy, 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 busy doing, busy achieving, busy checking things off a list. What is the difference between doing and being? Maybe asking that question is even too much doing. What I notice when I finally take the time to sit and be, which, by the way, I'll mention is a little bit shameful for me to admit that I'm not doing as much as I'd like to, you know, especially when we're teachers of personal growth and mindfulness and yoga. <laughs> I think other people have this idea that we're constantly committed in our own spiritual practice, and sometimes it's not always that way. I've just finished a couple of months traveling and living with a tribe of people, several tribes, and it's been beautiful and chaotic and all over the place, just in terms of moving around a lot and being on different trips and having so many adventures. It's been absolutely amazing. And I've been drawn out of my own practice, which is no excuse. It's just simply a fact, right? We can look at our lives and the way things are and just see them the way that they are without judgment, right? So the fact is I've been out of my daily practice. I've been out of my meditation and what happens when I come out of a place of meditation? I'm curious if you've ever experienced the state of just running, where it feels like everything is go, 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 and it's almost like running downhill with your legs just barreling as fast as possible. And deep down, you'd love to stop and rest, but the momentum is just too strong. You know, you ever get there? Yeah. So finally I'm here, meditating on a rock. Oh my god. I thought I just saw a wolf. Or a coyote. I think it's a dog. But if it's a wolf, that's pretty crazy. Also, I'm staying up on my rock. Also, wolf is one of my spirit animals, so... Hi, synchronicity. I'm gonna go with wolf dog. But he looks pretty friendly. That is too funny. Anywho, on the rock we shall stay. Doing versus being. What is this culture of doing that we're a part of? I mean, you know, you're in a culture of doing. Oftentimes we base our self-worth, our metrics for how we're doing in life on how much we're doing, how much we're achieving, what our numbers are compared to others. When was the last time you gave yourself permission to just be? How you can you fully be? What would it look like to fully be you without the label? I had this conversation with a friend at a party last night. We're just discussing how crazy it is that the first question we ask each other when we're just meeting someone new is, what do you do? In a lot of ways, it's a really intimate question because we do a lot of things. And obviously, most of us simply attribute what we do to being the thing that we do to make money. But when you look at what are the things that you really do that matter to you, that's a pretty deep question to ask. And anyway, why are we so focused on doing? 
Why not ask questions that are more about being? Why not ask someone who they are, what matters to them, what brought them here? Tell me something about your journey. You know, we're so obsessed with this idea of doing and maybe secretly deep down we're comparing ourselves to others because somehow if we know where they're from and how old they are and how much money they're making and how they're making it, maybe it'll give us some information about our own path to make us feel better about where we are. Because maybe secretly deep down, we have this fear that we're not enough. And so we have to understand more about how to place this person in a box so we know how to compare ourselves to them. But what if we took ourselves out of that box? If you looked at your own life in a space of being, how can I fully be? How can I live into what I love, who I am? How can I explore what interests me, what helps me grow, what challenges will push me to my next level? Asking questions like these are being questions. And if we lived our own life from a space of being, we would probably start to engage with others from a space of being. I'm really pretty sure that's some kind of coyote. He's very dog-like in his actions, but he's very coyote-like in his physicality. It's interesting. Anywho, as you can tell, I'm just going to chill on this rock while a wolf may or may not be circling me and continue to talk about doing versus being. Life, 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 life. So who are you being? Who are you being? And I know your mind immediately wants to go to what you're doing. But isn't what you're doing kind of a crutch? Isn't it kind of a veil to keep you safe? It's a label to hide behind. But what is the thing that would be revealed if you didn't have that crutch of doing to hide behind? Case in point, I'm here at Aditlan. And for the next week, I plan to explore being. And guess what? It's scary as crap. The idea to take time away from work and technology and doing things and making things and checking things off a list. Even the idea of letting go the need to read and learn and grow. Undoubtedly, these are things that I'll build into my day, but I want to explore more of just being. We have this weird taboo in our society that just being makes you lazy. But for me... Even just sitting on this rock and contemplating and breathing and closing my eyes and then opening my eyes, taking in the gorgeous nature all around me, within three minutes, I had tears flowing down my face. And these aren't tears of sadness, but it's simply energy that hasn't had a chance to express itself. It's tears of joy and beauty and heartache and confusion and overwhelm. And it softens my heart to feel these things, but it wouldn't happen if I was constantly doing. And I bet the same goes for you. If you were to stop for five minutes, for ten minutes, and connect to your breath, close your eyes, and just feel who you are, what you are, at your core, aside from all the things you do, aside from being a friend, an entrepreneur, an employee, a sister, a partner, a lover, any of it, aside from that, take away all the labels, all of them. It's kind of scary and also kind of beautiful. Who would you be without all of that? What's left? That's a space to sit into. What's left in your soul when you take away the labels? 
there's a lot left. And it requires you to dive beneath the mental plane of existence to really understand what that is, doesn't it? It's a whole new kind of exploration, a whole other cosmos living within you. And the deeper you look at this core energy, because there is energy there, you are made of energy. It's all you are. You aren't actually any of these labels. What is this energy? What isn't this energy? What wisdom exists in there? And can you feel the connection between your energy and the world around you? Can you feel the connection? Can you feel the potential energy that isn't bound by labels, that isn't bound by doing? Because when you tap into that source of limitless potential energy, you can do things in the world from a new space of possibility. Because when you show up in the world and bring forth what you have to offer from a space of enthusiasm and passion and desire to grow rather than a space of needing to feel worthy and achieve enough to be validated, to receive love, it's a completely different playing field, a completely different quantum field, in fact. So I inquire you to look within at your being state rather than your doing state. It's far more powerful, and most of the time, it's not tapped into enough. It's there for you, ready to be harnessed, ready for you to channel it in any way that you desire in this earthly existence on the physical plane. Your energy is meant to be channeled on the physical plane in a doing capacity, sure. That's how we navigate the world. We're not here to just sit on rocks and be Buddhas contemplating the nature of reality. We're here to experience reality and enjoy it and build meaningful things, but not from a place of trying to satisfy our ego, not from a space of trying to have the proper label to introduce ourselves at a cocktail party or to achieve the next level of salary or job title or etc. etc. number of followers, you name it. This isn't the point. That's a never-ending chase. But when you're coming from your being space, which is limitless energy, it's already whole. It's already forever. It's not looking to fill itself with anything. It's not looking to achieve a label to make itself feel better. It's here just to enjoy and to play and to explore and to do it all again over and over. That's why you're here. You're here to explore. You're here to be and to do and to stay connected to your wholeness, to your infinite potential, to your infinite beingness. Just contemplate that. So exercise I would encourage you to try simply to sit in a quiet place, preferably around nature, because nature represents the infinite abundance of what you already are. Nature, lush, green nature, represents what's inside you. It's a fraction, a fragment of the infinite abundance that you possess. It's not just connected to you, it is you. And sitting here is a beautiful space to understand more about your own beingness. So find a place to sit in nature. And with your eyes open, taking in all the colors and shapes and sounds and smells around you, start to deepen your breath. And with each breath, allow one of your labels to shed away, to strip off of you like you're taking off a heavy coat, taking off a layer of clothing with every breath. 
it's like strip meditation. <laughs> and with each layer that's removed, you're coming deeper and deeper, closer and closer to your core, to your being. And with each layer that's removed, you might notice some fear come up because these labels are part of our identity that we use to navigate the world. But just let them go for now. Explore, experiment. Who am I without this label? Who am I if I'm not a writer, if I'm not a mother, if I'm not a coach, if I'm not a teacher? Who am I if I don't have this job, if I don't have this degree? Who am I if I don't live in this place, if I don't have this car? Who am I? at my core, at my being. Because one day you won't have those things anymore. None of those labels. And you'll just be the purest essence of what you already are. And if you can be that already today, the you that shows up in the world of doing will do so in a way that's so powerful and impactful and free and joyful. So explore this contrast of being versus doing, and know that you can do from a space of infinite power, of love and play. And when you do so, you give others permission to follow in your footsteps.